0: You're listening to a Women's History Association of Ireland podcast. In this podcast, a paper from Besieged Bodies, Gendered Violence, Sexualities and Motherhood, the Women's History Association of Ireland's annual conference for 2020 2021. This online conference took place on four Fridays in March 2021 and was supported by the UCD Decade of Centenaries Fund, the UCD School of History, the UCD School of Gender Studies. UCD Centre for Gender, Feminisms and Sexualities and the UCD College of Arts and Humanities Fund. This podcast is produced in association with History Hub. To listen to other papers and conference keynotes, go to historyhub.ie. The WHAI conference was organised by Dr. Mary McAuliffe from UCD Gender Studies and Dr. Finola Walsh from UCD School of History. This podcast features a paper from Gender and Political Activism which was a UCD Decade of Centenaries funded panel. The second paper in the panel was given by Dr. Dieter Rynish from NUI Galway. The paper was entitled, The Irish Republican Movement in Abeyance, Ideological and Organisation Continuities of Dissident Republican Women, 1986-2021. The panel was chaired by Dr. Mary McAuliffe from UCD.
1: Dieter Reinisch is a Government of Ireland postdoctoral researcher at the Moore Institute and the School of Political Science and Sociology at Galway and an adjunct professor in international relations at Webster Vienna Private University. He holds a PhD in history from the European University Institute in Florence. Before embarking on his PhD, he studied history at the University of Vienna. In the academic year, 2019-20, he held a fellowship at the Institute of Advanced Study Central European University in Budapest. And he was a visiting fellow at several universities, among them the University of St. Andrews and Ruhr University. He taught at the University of Vienna and the University of Salzburg in 2016. He was the editorial uh, board member of the bilingual open-access journal Studia Irlandaisi, a journal of Irish studies published by Florence University Press. And his articles have appeared in Critical Studies on Terrorism, Irish Political Studies, uh, Oral History Review, and the International Journal of the Sport of History.
2: Dieter. Thank you very much, Mary, for this introduction. The Irish Republican movement In abeyance, ideology and organizational continuities of dissident Republican women 1986 to 2021. Uh, the, The research is part of a larger comparative project of political violence and social movement continuity in selected Western European countries. In August 2020, nine people were arrested in Northern Ireland. They are suspected by the intelligence service. of being leaders of the new IRA. Two of them are women. This paper discusses the role of women in distant Republican organizations since 1986. While well, there's a growing literature on women as political and paramilitary activists during the Northern Island troubles, and of women as supporters of the peace process, little emphasis has been put on women as spoilers of the peace process. The existing research certainly focuses on women in the male-dominated IRA rather than researching. The separate women's organization Kumunaman and women in dissident Republican organizations. Based on 27 interviews with Irish Republican women, this paper focuses on ideological, biographical, and organizational continuities. Using social movement abeyance theory as a framework, the paper demonstrated dissident Irish Republican women provide the ideological and organizational bridge between the IRA of the Northern Island Troubles before the ceasefire in 1994 and dissident Republicans advocating political violence to achieve a united Ireland today. These questions have a particular contemporary charge in light of the ongoing political violence in the North. In an interview with me, the late Rurio Brodick, former Chief of Staff of the Irish Republican Army and President of Sinn Fein, stressed that and I quote, since the United Irishmen, every generation took up arms against British occupation, unquote. Social movement scholar, Robert White, shows that long lasting networks of Irish Republicanism provided ideological and organizational bridges between phases of mass mobilization in the 20s and early 21st centuries. Before White, another social movement scholar, Werther Taylor, explained the social movement continuity by describing the US women rights activism from 1945 to 1960. Taylor concludes that, and I quote, social movement abeyance structures provide organizational and ideological bridges between different upsurges of activism by the same challenging group, unquote. Since the IRA ceasefire in 1994, accelerated by the Good Friday Agreement in 1998 and the decommissioning of the IRA in 2005, physical force, republicanism, has been in decline throughout Ireland. Nonetheless, the past three decades saw regular reappearances of small scale political violence by Republicans who reject the peace process and continue to use physical force to achieve a reunification of Ireland. As I outlined in a recently published paper, the past few years have witnessed the emergence of youth groups linked to these militant Republican groups. The paper was published in Critical Studies on Terrorism in uh, autumn to 2020. Most of the new recruits of Republican organizations advocating the use of political violence, such as the Continuity IRA and the New IRA were only born after the IRA ceasefire and the Good Friday Agreement in 1994 and 1998. When the Republican movement emerged as a mass social movement in, in the aftermath of the civil rights movement in the early 1970s, it was the Republican women's organization, Cumann na that provided the bridge between the earlier generations of Republicans And the new recruits, as I argue in a paper published in Irish Political Studies in uh, 2019. In this paper that I present today, I will use Werther Taylor's concept of social movement continuity and abeyance to demonstrate that, like in the late 1960s and early 1970s, dissident Irish Republican women provide the ideological and organizational bridge between the IRA of the Northern Ireland Troubles before 1994 and dissident Republicans advocating political violence. Today, using the methodologies of oral history to research social movement, the paper is based on 27 life story interviews of Irish Republican women. The research is an in-depth case study based on oral history interviews with former members of the Provisional Republican movement and current members of distinct Republican organizations. The paper is structured into three parts. The first section will introduce distinct Republican organizations since 1986 and women in these organizations. The second part will introduce the interview data, the ideology of these women and their political biographies. I will conclude with a discussion of the role of women in maintaining institutional and organizational continuity of the Irish Republican movement since the end of the Northern Ireland Troubles. There is a wide range of organizations and individual, individuals with sometimes opposing political views that can be subsumed under the umbrella term dissident Irish Republicans. What they have in common is their opposition to the Northern Irish peace process. However, not all of them support the continuation or return to struggle. This paper, however, focuses on dissident re- Republican women who support a continued Armed struggle, or at least the right to use physical force to achieve political goals. Distant Republicans are not a monolithic bloc, rather, they are splintered in various, often opposing factions. Contrary to Sinn Fein, that set up a women's department in the early 1980s, none of these groups have a distinct women's department. Kubanaman is a tiny and largely inactive organization of elderly women linked to the continuity IRA and its political wing, Republican Sinn Fein. This militant women's organization, as most of you we'll know, was founded in 1914, and between 1970 and 1986, it became the women's wing of the, of the Provisional IRA. However, while the mainstream movement accepted the peace process in the 1990s, Kuhlmann rejected the initiative, splitting from the Provisional IRA to align itself with the Radical Continuity Army Council, later known as the Continuity IRA in 1986. You see on the screen, on the right hand side here, the statement they issued in November 1986. Following the provisional IRA ceasefire in 1994, Kuhn-Naman issued a statement stressing the persistence of the arms struggle. This is the statement underneath you see here. This statement coincided with the public appearance of the continuity IRA. Kuhn-Naman is still listed as a terrorist organization by the British state, why did you be considered as being aligned to the Continuity IRA? In 1995, for instance, Josephine Hayden was arrested with members of the Continuity IRA in Dublin. Hayden is a general secretary of the radical Republican Sinn Féin organization who opposes the Good Friday Agreement and a member of Amman since the early 1970s. In an article for The Guardian, journalist Henry MacDonald described her as, as he writes, the heroine of hardline Republicans. In, in 2000. The late Peking was a patron of Republican Sinn Féin. She joined Kum Naman in the, in the late 1940s. It is these hardland Republican women who maintain a political and ideological continuity from the women of the 1960s to the dissidents today. Miranda Ellison observed that women frequently appear among dissident organizations, just like the Continuity IRA and the real IRA. Most recently, women also appeared in the leadership of the newly formed Syria organization, as well as other dissident organizations. Notably, some of these women were recruited into Kumbh in the 1970s or have fa- family relations to their members. As the provisional movement in the 1970s, hardline women are electing leadership roles of dissident organizations, while the membership remains predominantly male. Nonetheless, these women provide political analysis to these groups that stresses unwavering support for armed struggle. In a sense, there is direct personal and ideological continuity from Kuhn that opposed political change within the Republican movement in the late 1960s and the dissident organizations today. While the publications on dissident Republicanism significantly increased in the past decade, little is known about women in these organizations. In one of the first quantitative studies on dissident Republican activists, John Horgan, and... Paul Gill, write that 91.8% of the membership of these organizations is male. They conclude that, and I quote, while numbers of female terrorists is increasing relatively and absolutely in conflicts worldwide, women remain marginalized within the strands of this in republicanism, unquote. That study was published in 2011. In the following section, I will provide examples of the ideological and biographical continuity that I mentioned. Over the decades, Kumna remained a socially conservative and political orthodox branch of the Republican movement. This purity in the interpretation of Republican history is stressed in various interviews that I conducted. Peking, who joined the youth wing of Kumna or the youth wing of Kummer in the 1940s and remaining kuhn until her death in 2020 said, and I quote, Now, kuhn never deviated the slightest. They were on the same road until now. No matter where the army, so she means the Irish Republican army, went or where Sinn Féin went, they were always there. And when they read the situation, they lined themselves with those who were going the right way. And that's where they are still because they were going on that road since 1916." As I mentioned above, 1986 marked the Harbinger for the modern dissident Republican movement. Again, KUMNAMAN were on the forefront of providing political and ideological understanding to the newly formed dissidents of Republican Sinn Féin and the continuity ivory. The first issue of their paper, which was called Republican bulletin, dated November, 1986, carried the message of support from Kuhnermann saying, and I quote, our stance today is not something new for us in Kuhnermann. One has only to look at the treaty debates of 1922 and our contribution to them. Again in 1932, when Republicans sided with De Valera on the promise that he would close the jails, we in Kuhnermann stood by the Republic. Also in 1948, and in 1968, we remain true to the fundamental principles." Unquote. Women in today's dissident organization remain this poorest hardline stance. This is not surprising because a large proportion of the women in dissident groups initially joined Cumul or its youth in Cumul Galini since the 1970s. Some later moved to the provisional IRA and others left the provisional movement in 1986. However, Also, the the later women kept their and ideology and brought this ideology from the 70s into the dissident groups. In this way, the women are the ideological continuity of the early provisional movement in the modern dissident organizations. I want to demonstrate this continuity by introducing the political and sometimes paramilitary biographies of six women I I interviewed in my most recent round. Of interviews, all uh, all the names uh, of 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 uh, my interview partners are changed for legal reasons. So Andrea, for example, joined Kumbhina Gallini in the early nineteen seventies when she was fourteen. That was in nineteen seventy three. She joined Kumuna Sorry, in, in nineteen seventy three, then when she when she turned fourteen, pardon, she joined Kumbhina Man and after internment in. Armagh. She joined the Provisional IRA in the early 2000s. She joined she joined the local Sinn Féin in West Belfast and was elected a councillor. However, due to disagreements with the party leadership, she left the party in 2012 and remained an independent councillor for some years. She since became a spokesperson for the campaign of decent Republican prisoners in Maghaberry Prison. Another interview partner, Michaela, comes from a Republican family in the border counties. Her father and uncle joined the Provisional IRA in the 1970s and were both interned. She joined Republican Sinn Féin as a teenager in the early 2000s, but left the organizations over disagreements. She now considers herself to be an independent Republican. Francesca comes from Belfast, where she first joined na mBan and later the Provisional IRA in the early mid 1970s. She had to flee to Dublin, but remained active in the Republican movement there. In 1997, she was a founding member of the Real IRA and remained a member of its political wing, the 32 County Sovereignty counties Movement, until today. Mary is also from Belfast and joined Kumna Man in the early 1970s and again was later transferred to the Provisional IRA. She was imprisoned in Armagh She remained with the Provisions until 2005 when she left the movement, and after a few years, she became active in the Irish Republican Prisoners Welfare Association and was a founding member of, of CERIU, a political organization widely considered as the political wing of the new IRA. Jessica is another woman from Belfast. She's from Ardoyne and joined the Provisional IRA in the late 1980s. She left the organization also in the aftermath of decommissioning, decommissioning and is now a representative of the Irish Republican Repo- Prisoners Welfare Association in short strand in East Belfast. And a member of Syria. Finally, Nicola grew up in Andersonstown. Her mother was the OC of Kumunaman in the Lower Falls area in the 1940s. She joined the Republican youth when she was 12 years of age in 1968. She was then transferred to Kumunaman and made the Provisional IRA. With 17, she was arrested, tortured, and imprisoned in Amarche. Today, she is a member of Syria in Belfast. To conclude, In this paper, I introduced you to the participation of women in dissident Republican organizations still supportive of the continuation of armed struggle in today's island. The splits of the provisional Irish Republican movement in 1986, 1997, and 2006 established a lasting schism within Irish Republicanism. Historians tend to narrate the splits and the subsequently formed dissident Republican movement as resulting from an intensive struggle between opposing factions led by men. However, in this paper, I've argued that the women's organization Kumulaman and other women who are former members of the Provisional IRA performed a critical role in these splits and the formulation of the political strategy of the evolving dissident groups. In a sense, it is a common belief that marginalized women were unable to partici- participate in decision making processes. However, women performed a, definite, a definitive role in the Republican movement throughout the 20th century. The origins for this development can be found in the split of the Republican movement between the provisions and the officials in 1969-70. In an article I published in Irish Political Studies in December 2018, I analyzed how women reacted to the faction struggle in the Republican movement between 67 and 1970. Contrary to the general assumption of women being passive subjects in the faction struggle, the article demonstrates that the Republican women had agency in this process. This agency allowed them to perform an independent role in, the, in this faction struggle. This process was later marked by the departure of the Re- Republican women's organization Kuhn-Aman, from the movement. Before sharing the later split, the Republican women became the first provisionals, as I argued. It was this position as the first posi- provisionals that empowered women in the newly formed Provisional Republican movement. I underline this strengthened position of Republican wo- women by using the example of Maura Drum, who was elected as vice president of Sinn Féin. To be sure, while a small group of political orthodox women got promoted by men in the newly formed provisional movement to leadership positions, this move did not reflect gender equality. On the contrary, the Republican movement remained a man-led movement. However, individual women that share the poorest interpretation of republicanism with men in leadership positions were able to influence the politics of the organization. The development in the late 1960s is first in the 1960s, provides understanding of women in the Republican movement. Following the Provision IRA ceasefire in 1994, Kumnaman had split from the main, mainstream movement eight years early, 1986. And, and after the ceasefire in 1994, Kumnaman issued a statement stressing the persistence of armed struggle. This statement coincided with the public appearance of the Continuity IRA. Using social movement abeyance theory as a framework, This paper demonstrated that dissident Irish Republican women provide the ideological, biographical, and organizational bridge between the IRA before the ceasefire in 1994 and dissident Republicans advocating political violence to achieve a united Ireland today. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to this podcast from Besieged Bodies Gendered Violence, Sexualities, and Motherhood, the Women's History Association of Ireland's annual conference for 2020. 2021. You can listen to podcasts of keynotes and many other papers from the conference on historyhub.ie.